This Israel report is brought to you by the Blue Agency. Your Israel property is in good hands. Owning properties in Israel can be a great investment, but challenging to manage if you're based abroad. The Blue Agency will manage every aspect of your property, finding and vetting tenants, maintaining your property and getting it rental ready, negotiating contracts and collecting rentals, reporting back to you regularly. The Blue Agency has built a reputation for trust and confidentiality over 20 years. The Blue Agency, your Israel property is in good hands. Contact us at www.thebueagency.com. The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Rolene Marks, a very, very good morning to you. How are you today? Today, uh, I'm okay. Today, I'm okay. <laughs> uh, I, I think, you know, it's like therapy talking on radio every day. Yeah, I'm because, sure it is. Because, uh, you know, we, we, we're just dealing with whatever emotions we're feeling at that moment on the day. And And that is true. A lot of people have messaged me saying, you know, they are following this news, doom scrolling, reading, following, checking all day long. They are absolutely exhausted by the end of the day. Um, certainly I can recognize that also being engaged in it a, a fair amount, as do you. It, uh, are you going to get a break? I mean, do you give yourself a break from it? I absolutely do, and it's an, it's an imperative. Switch off the news at at some stage. I also don't start my morning with the news. So make sure that you do take regular news breaks. Uh, make sure that you're looking at something other than uh, the situation here uh, and move your body. Uh, I find that doing a little bit of exercise every day just, first of all, helps to process all the emotions and, and is very, very good for um, just getting your mental health in order. So, guys, please, please, uh, the news will still be there. But please take uh, regular news breaks for your own mental and physical health. Indeed. Let's talk about... We need you guys strong. Absolutely. We need everybody strong to support our, Fighting our, our IDF. So, guys, look after your health. Exactly right. Let's talk about some of the big stories. Of course, the the one major story of the week, which is actually pr pretty ridiculous that it was the major story of the week, given that more than 200 hostages still remain trapped in Gaza. Uh, the main story was uh, unarguably, uh, I would say, the so-called hospital bombing and attack by Israel. Can you take us through the events around that and how this whole story has finally maybe ended. Okay, so let's start at 6.59 on, I think it was Tuesday evening. Uh, we've had a significant amount of rockets being fired into in, into Israel continuing yesterday, uh, a lot of them towards southern Israel. I mean, it's amazing that the global media didn't get uh, uh, as uh, hit up about the thousands of rockets still being fired at Israeli civilians. And um, we heard several minutes later that a hospital had been bombed by Israel uh, in Gaza and Hamas say 500 have been killed. Well, first of all, the fact that Hamas were the, the uh, source quoted should have raised alarm bells. And second of all, I mean, we are still, we are still not only identifying uh, our dead, but we're still only discovering more and more. You know, the IDF is still sweeping through communities. Uh, so our our um, murder uh, um, uh, count is is going to is going to rise. Uh, 
So how did Hamas know literally within a minute of the seconds uh, how many people had died? However, because this is a combat zone, we've had um, uh, media cameras trained on Gaza, and thanks to Al Jazeera, who are the gr uh, greatest uh, propagators of propaganda, and really, if you're watching Al Jazeera, guys, come on, there's uh, many more news outlets for you to be watching. Just uh, if you're stuck with a news outlet, just ask me. I'll point you in several right directions. But um, Al Jazeera had filmed it. So the IDF said that they will examine the evidence, which is exactly what they did. And uh, long story short, we finally were presented with the evidence, which included um, uh, thermo uh, photographing, satellite images, uh, images taken from uh, the security cameras on the nearby kibbutzim, which actually are still in, in, uh, intact, some of them. And uh, various other forms of, of evidence, and you can you can see clearly that a salvo of rockets are fired, and one either breaks or falls short, or something happens, and it falls down and hits what we now know is not the hospital because the building is intact, but the parking lot. And the big evidence for for the IDF was that if they're going to drop. A, a military salvo on a target, you're going to get a big crater. Right. Here, you didn't have a, a, a big crater, you had a, a small like dent that is consistent with uh, the debris of, of a rocket falling. Also, and, and very unusual for the IDF, they have released a, an intercepted phone conversation between Hamas terrorists saying, oh, you know, it is uh, it's Palestinian Islamic Jihad. It was fired from the cemetery and looks like it fell on the hospital. Uh, naturally, in that conversation is absolutely no concern for any Palestinian uh, civilian casualties. Now, the IDF not only presented this information to, to the media, to the world, but also gave to uh, European intelligence, uh, British intelligence, American intelligence to verify. They've all verified the IDF's uh, story. And not only that, we have now heard from European intelligence that the estimated casualty um, number could be anything between 10 and 50. Which, which is, is the whole story is completely absurd because there's no outrage, as you say, with all the rockets flying into Israel. There's no outrage when an Israeli hospital is hit on October the 11th. There's, there's, there's actually no comment about war crimes at all. No, nothing whatsoever. Hamas, they tell us in South Africa, the ANC should talk to them because they are the elected, uh, they are the elected government, but, but we don't hold them accountable because they aren't the government. It, it, it's the, 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 the hypocrisy is something quite unbelievable, but, but the, and the speed with which, and this is the part that maybe bothers me, is I think it was shared very gleefully as though it was actually quite exciting and positive that Israel had potentially killed a whole lot of Palestinians. And that makes me worry as to whether people actually care about Palestinian rights or if they just care about uh, demonizing Israel, because it was definitely shared with glee. What's your thought? Well, I think it's exactly that. Uh, you know, to paraphrase the brilliant Douglas Murray, uh, and I've said it several times, that every now and then you you shoot a flare and it illuminates 
the, you know, the people around you. And I think uh, uh, as a community and as individuals, we certainly have realized over the last two weeks who our friends are, both personally and as a community and as a country. Uh, but in this case, it's definitely, I've got the impression, you know, enough of those dead Israelis, let's find something to blame them with. And, and it's, it has been a massive lesson, I think, for, uh, for politicians around the world and for the media around the world. You failed epically. You failed epically. You just took what Hamas, a internationally recognized terror organization, said and ran with it verbatim. You didn't bother to fact check. And, and the fallout from this is catastrophic. Look at the riots, the protests, the burning of, um, of Jewish institutions and threats we've seen um, all around the um, uh, all around the region. Any meetings that President Biden had scheduled with uh, the King of Jordan and other leaders in the region were cancelled. The massive threats to diaspora communities and the media just ran with it. So it's a lesson in responsible reporting. And here I want to call out not just the BBC because the IDF have had a go at the BBC. President Herzog has had numerous goes at the at the BBC this week. Uh, but I want to call out and botting from Sky News, when you speak to the uh, a, a spokesperson for our leaders of our countries about this kind of event, maybe the lead question is not, was it you, in exactly that tone. Maybe the lead question is, help us unpack uh, what do you think happened here? Mm, mm. It, it, it's just incredible. The BBC, I think, has lost its uh, whatever shine it had and whatever credibility it had. Uh, I, I don't even check the BBC anymore in terms of one of my news sources because I don't know what's, what's credible and what is not. Uh, same as I don't uh, check Al Jazeera because it's very, very clearly founded on an anti-Israel uh, bias. I, I don't, I'm no longer checking BBC and I think that's a huge, huge problem for them because I don't know how they reacted. Do you think lessons have been learned. Forget the BBC, which maybe shows an inherent bias. Forget Al Jazeera, which we know does. What about other news agencies? What about people, politicians, who were very quick to jump onto this bandwagon? Do you think lessons have been learned? Well, I hope lessons uh, have been learned, and we'll only know going forward. What I do find heartening is the amount of effect verification uh, uh, pages or, or people on, on Twitter, uh, you know, now who were not only very, very good with verifying facts and saying, hold on, wait a minute, let's just, let's just verify it. But I have seen, uh, quite a few people saying, just uh, hold on a second. Um, if, if the Palestinian medical, uh, ministry or ministry of health, are giving these numbers and they con they controlled by Hamas. Could it be that we're seeing an all-round conflation of uh, numbers on civilian casualties? Now, I don't make light of civilian casualties at all, and we know that the more civilian casualties there are in Gaza, the the happier Hamas are because in, in their eyes it wins them the the sympathy of the world. So I think the big test is what do we see moving forward? Are we going to see media outlets do their work responsibly? Uh, or are they going to think, well, hold on a second, we are a business. Let's look at the amount of people uh, 
let's look at the amount of people that are uh, supporting the Palestinians and the amount of people that are uh, supporting Israel. And maybe because we're a business and we have to sell newspapers and get those uh, clicks, let's see how we uh, shape our reporting. Mm, mm. And, and, and that's what we have to do. Are we guilty of it, do you think? I think um, what, what, what we need to do now as media consumers is play more of a role in holding the media accountable. Mm. I, I think that that's that's where our role is is coming in is to, is to hold the media uh, accountable, and uh, that is something we really do have to 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 do. And uh, just be very careful. Be very careful with what you share. Be very careful with what you believe uh, in terms of and and question. You know, I'm getting tweets all day saying, "Well, Israel has killed three million Palestinians since 1948." Uh, um, all right. Can you verify that? Can you show me where you've got that information? And the same as we are being asked all the time for sources, ask for those sources back. Don't accept it. People are sending Absolutely. me pictures of dead babies. And my response is dead babies are always very distressing. Can you give me some context to this photo? Just because you're telling me that it's dead babies is killed by, by the IDF, I'd like to verify. I'd like to know that that's true. Uh, if it is true, we can have a different discussion. But but don't just send me pictures of dead babies. That is, it's emotive, but it doesn't mean a thing, unfortunately. Well, it, well, exactly that. It, that, that. That's exactly that. You know, are those dead babies from Syria? Uh, remember when you were very silent on Syria? Mm-hmm. Uh, are they uh, dead babies from any other part of the world or, or, or the region? Or can you absolutely and irrefutably prove that this was the RDF. And uh, that is where we leave it. Raleen Marks, I wish you a peaceful weekend, a Shabbat Shalom, a weekend maybe of uh, a lot less news than we have had. And, of course, wishing everybody, including the RDF, our sons, daughters, brothers, sisters, families, everybody uh, who is involved, just uh, a very, very peaceful weekend and a Shabbat. It is 8 o'clock. That Israel Report was brought to you by the Blue Agency. Your Israel property is in good hands. Owning properties in Israel can be a great investment, but challenging to manage if you are based abroad. The Blue Agency will manage every aspect of your property, finding and vetting tenants, maintaining your property and getting it rental ready, negotiating contracts and collecting rentals, reporting back to you regularly. The Blue Agency has built a reputation for trust and confidentiality over 20 years. The Blue Agency, your Israel property is in good hands. Contact us at www.thebluagency.com.